Thank you, Bill. Sure. So while they're going around, I'm sitting here and like I, I, I never interrupt at this point. And I'm, I'm, it's weird. I'm weird about myself. So yeah, I'll interrupt the next week. Um, so basically, as Bill was talking and about the, just taking a step of faith and how it's not going to be just always some big thing. I know that right now there's somebody in this room right now that has said, I've heard that before. You say it like it's easy, like it's something that happens. Well, allow me to, like God has something for you. This is, this is from, not for me, this is from the Lord. And you need to just take a step back and you have to look at this again. Because everybody saying that, oh, I, I, I'm going to be something great for the king of the kingdom. They're looking at this 100 foot wall. Like imagine like wall of Jericho style wall. And what the thing is, it's not, it doesn't, number one, this is a relationship you have with the Lord that's supposed to last throughout eternity. Right. You're, not, you're not just trying to skip it again. I mean, when you, when you go after somebody you love, you, you, you ask them out on a date, you go on a date, you court them, you engage with them, then you finally marry them. And even when you marry them, you're still dating them all over again because you're still always finding out new things about them. It's a relationship. It's not from point A to point B, just like that. Imagine that the 100-foot wall that you were just looking at, if you look more carefully, there are, there are ramps, like handicap ramps. I mean, ramps are easy to walk up. You end up walking, but it's but they only elevate at a slow pace. They don't just go straight up to the top 100 foot. So imagine you're looking at the wall and it starts zigzagging and it goes into itself slowly, moving up. And eventually you end up at that top of that wall and you're there. But if you're looking for the easy way, it doesn't exist. Pastor Peter used to always tell me, anybody ever told you being a Christian was easy, lie. It's a process. You grow one step at a time. You walk up that nice 15 degree angle and you slowly elevate yourself to that level of greatness that God has called each and every single one of you to do, Amen. to be. Amen. So just that one person who's like, oh, you say it like it's easy. It's not, it's not, it's hard. It's long, it's drawn out. You're gonna face failure, you're gonna face time after time. The world, the enemy is gonna try to beat you down, but we serve a God that picks you right back up. He's already got his hand down there waiting for you to just catch. There he is, oh, there's my boy, there's my girl. Right back on her feet, keep walking, let's go, come on, I'm with you. Amen. 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 That's a good word. That's right into that song, something happened. He touched me and I'm never the same. Something yeah. happened. There's something that changed. And um, I'd submit to you, brother, it's more than one. It's, amen. Because <laughs> we're all walking amen. path, right? With him. So, um, amen. Uh, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, it's kind of fun because um, Dave, I've been talking to Dave through the week, and you know, he was telling me, I'm a little sick, you know, I'm not feeling so well. But I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. I want to get by it. Kept telling me, I'm fine. And then, you know, then Michelle calls me and she's like, "Yeah, he's on the couch. He's out cold." You know, he's, and uh, and then and then um, he's like, "Yeah, but I'm gonna be fine." And and then so Saturday, um, so like three o'clock, Michelle was trying to call me and finally got a hold of me and she's like, "Yeah, I don't think Dave's gonna make it. Um, you know, he, he, can you can you speak?" And uh, I was like, "Yeah, that would be awesome." Uh, and then just as she's on the phone with me, Dave comes in from getting coffee. 
And he's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm up, I'm up, I'm around. And she's like, I don't know, Dave, you know, you were up and then you were down and then. And so he said, don't worry about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll make it in someday. I'll talk, don't, don't worry. Okay, you're done. Yeah, you know, I just kind of was at peace. And, and um, but as, as we left, uh, like, so I was, I was leaving my little gym class and driving to see a friend in Philly to go to the car show last night. Um, and so, you know, I talked to Michelle and it was like kind of late to get to my friend. So I started going, but as I was driving, I was like, Lord, even though Dave says he's going to make it and he, you know, like, but Michelle was pretty much like, you should be prepared. Like, I, I already planned to go to the car show. I can't, you know, like I bought the tickets and my friends wait for me. And so I was like, Lord, what do you want me to talk about? Holy Spirit, what do you want me to speak on? And, and see, in my mind, in my heart, I was thinking like, you know, you know, if Dave can't make it tomorrow morning, I'll get up early and I'll prepare something. I'll get a bunch of slides together and I'll, I'll do everything. And so in my mind, I was thinking just kind of preemptively pray in case something happens. But I prayed and right away I heard him say, I want you to speak on grace. grace. I want you to talk on grace. I was like, whoa, okay, Lord. I started laughed out loud because I wasn't expecting that. I just didn't expect that. But he's been speaking to me about grace, so it kind of makes sense. But I don't know, like, I love how the Lord works because Dave planned to talk on this word, um, arete? Yeah. Arete or something like arete. that. That's a Greek word. Dave, yeah. you know, Dave knows how to get into that, you know, and tell us. And I love how. I mean, just Dave's such a great teacher and knows so much. I mean, he's got such a vast uh, expanse of knowledge. And I love how he, he's able to take words and, you know, it just gives a deeper meaning to, like, what we're, what we're standing on. You know, it's the word speaks. And Dave said, oh, this word really means this. I, I, that's such a resource. He, I mean, it's, it's so awesome. But he's going to speak on, <laughs> you know, uh, arete, being transformed for body, soul, and spirit. But... It says right here the thing, we all want change. Change in our communities, change, change in our lives. We want just what Mario was talking about. Here's the wall. God's calling me to this, but I've got some issues in my life, and I need to change, but I'm not doing so well because this wall looks pretty big, and I'm, I'm really not that strong. And I'm kind of falling on my face. In fact, if I'm honest, I'm falling on my face all the time because I keep trying, and I keep trying, and man, you just got to be better. And... and Last week, um, Dave asked me to get up and say a little something about the men's retreat. In fact, I thought it was about the video, but then Josh was like, no, you were supposed to speak on the identity class thing. So there was a little confusion there. But it doesn't matter. The video, uh, uh, The Heart of Man, talks about the, the process of men walking out of secret hidden sin and things like that and things we wrestle with. Um, and so I kind of was speaking to that, but the identity class is going to go into that much deeper. So it's more like a mentoring class with a question and answer, kind of speaking, kind of walking it out together. So, um, it's good. Yeah, amen. But, you know, um, so something I said last week that Anne said to me um, that really blessed me, she's like, when you were talking about how it's not about fighting your lip harder to do better, because I just need to, you know, because I'm in the church and, and, you know, I've got to walk this way. Come on, brother, you know, you need to do better. My whole life, my whole life, <laughs> you know, you got to do better, brother. You're not doing so well. And if I'm honest, there's still areas of my life that if you were to look at, you know, the, the areas that, you know, we keep hidden, you know, because I don't want anybody to see that, I wasn't doing so well. Like, wasn't walking so well. 
I started in the church when I was five years old. Um, so it's been 45 years of walking with the Lord, right? 45 years. There should be a change by that point. Something should be different. But you can go, you can sit in the church for 30 years and never be different. Now, I believe, you know, when we receive the Lord um, and say he's, he's the Lord, and I, you know, everyone who confesses that he's Lord and believes in it, and believes in their heart, confesses with their mouth, Jesus, you are Lord, your God, not me, your God is saved, right? And that word saved is, is kind of a complex word, right? Because it's, it, it's really, it's the Greek word sozo, which means kept well, made safe and sound, delivered. And there's another word, soteria, it's kind of the same thing, it's the working of that. Um, again, Dave probably knows way more than I do about that. But that word saved, we take it to mean, I prayed that prayer, I'm going to heaven, okay, everything's over. But the word and what Jesus says doesn't kind of let us just stay there. Right. He wants transformation. He said, follow me. Yes. He said, do the things I've been doing. You're an ambassador for me. You're to represent, you, we represent who he is to a fallen world. We come to tell the world who can't see God to say, this is what he looks like. Look at me, here I am. So if I've got things in my life that are hidden that are, man, I don't want anybody to see because that hidden sin. But my whole life in the church being told, you just need to do better, just work harder, fight your life harder. Well, I'm here to tell you that doesn't work. <laughs> if you didn't know by now, right? And that, cause, but that's what we do. And so um, let's just get into the Word a little bit. I didn't really prepare too many slides, but... Um, Sharon, you can put that in one slide up if you want, because this is where we're going, to Romans 7. But I'm going to start at Jeremiah. I talked about it last week, because um, this is what, I mean, it's just weird. It's uncanny to me, like, if you're paying attention, the things that have already been said, the songs we sing are all pointing to a message. Amen. And I had nothing to do with it. I didn't set it up. I just stepped into it. I said, Lord, what do you want to talk and talk on this? And Mario gets up, and like, Mario, you know, like, I know you probably don't like this brother but I love it when you make mistakes I love it when that happens I love when a guitar string breaks or someone misses a key because it just highlights the fact that this isn't performance that this isn't about me doing it perfect and like oh my gosh I've, oh man I gotta do better right like I've, oh I missed it oh I messed up I'm no good no because this is family and it's okay if I mess up. It's okay if <laughs> Mon and I forget about the, you know, the uh, offering or do it wrong. There's no doing it wrong. That's right. It's a, a family. Like, that's why I love this church. I love that this is here, right? At the walls. Because it's not about this perfect thing, right? It just reminds us that, hey, we're in process. Things are, and Dave, I mean, I love that Dave's like, yeah, I've got this plan. Uh, I, you know, we're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. Praise God. That's what we're doing. Is here's the thing, strip bear. Awesome. I see, I'm free to be strip bear because I know who he is. So as we grow in maturity, I can step in those hidden things. Lord, I see that. And I'm just, yeah, amen. Here it is. I'm, I'm giving it to you. I'm I'm open to you because as a family, I'm not worried about rejection. If someone in my family messes up, I don't kick them out of the family. If my son comes home and he fails. Fails math class like he, he actually well he did he dropped out before he failed but I mean it was right I don't kick him out of the family and be like you're no good I can't I say come on son let's I come alongside I want to see you succeed it's his 
You know what I mean? As a father, I want you to succeed. I want you to be blessed. I want all the things. I want you to have more than I have. And the, the Lord was talking to me that, about that last night. I know I'm going to get there. I'm sorry. I just get excited because I can go all over the place. So stop me if I get too. You're doing awesome. You're awesome. Keep going. At the, um, I'm just, this is all going somewhere. So that's why I'm saying that. Amen. I'm getting somewhere. Um, amen. <laughs> but last night at the, because uh, this is just what God's doing. I can only share out of what God's doing for me. Amen. And, he's, and it's, it's, I mean, I'm not special. I mean, I am special. But I mean, yeah. right? Yes. So I, uh, I'm, the Lord's like, just share out of what you know and who you are. Amen. So that's why, like, I didn't write anything down. I didn't put anything. God's just like, go. And Ramon really blessed me this morning. He's like, do that, brother. Just speak out of what you know. So um, last night, uh, you know, I was, like I said, went to the car show, which was kind of fun. But um, it's right in the middle of Philly at the convention center. And uh, that place is huge. There were so many cars there. And the place was packed. There were so many people there. And Philly is such a neat town, so unique. You know, there's so many unique people there. And it's just different than, like, I grew up kind of in North Jersey. It's kind of like more New York. So being down here, more Philly, it's kind of, it's just a different flavor. And um, as we were walking around, the guy I'm with, um, I work with, um, used to work with, uh, and uh, uh, he's not really a believer. And, but he and I, Spent a lot of time together. We work out together. You know, he was in my office and kind of spent time. So I'm talking. I'm walking around with a non-believer, thinking about the message I'm going to preach, and if I have to, because I didn't find out until this morning that Dave really wasn't coming. But uh, as we we're walking around the show, and it was neat, everything. I kept looking at all the people, and I kept like all these people, um, and there's just people of all kinds, different kinds of, you know, socioeconomic and, you know, cultural and, I mean, it's just this broad expanse. And I kept being struck by uh, each person was unique and God loved them. Amen. And like, and I, I've been praying this, uh, I've been asking the Lord to, I want to see through your eyes. And, and each person I was seeing, I was, I wanted to help. I wanted to give something to them. I wanted to bless them. I, I, wanted, I wanted to give them something to make them, you know, to, to lift them up. And as I'm walking around with this guy who, you know, and he couldn't possibly understand what I was talking about. He just doesn't, he just doesn't know. I, I couldn't even talk to him about it. But the Lord was like, Alan, I'm showing you. So like what you're seeing through your eyes, I'm, I'm, I'm showing you, right? That's my heart towards that. See, we can sometimes think that the Lord is like, we, we can have a view of God that says, oh, he's, you know, here's my set of rules, you need to obey, and you're not measuring up, and I can't, right? Even as Christians, even knowing that Jesus died for our sins, and he came to set us free from all those things, we can receive that and acknowledge that, but still live as if, Oh, man, I'm messing up again. Oh, I'm not quite measuring up. Oh, I can't quite get it done. Oh, I need to bite my lip harder to try harder. Because I see all these things in my life that aren't lining up, right? So as I was seeing all these people, I was like, Lord, I just want to help them. And the Lord's like, that's my heart towards them. That's my heart towards everyone. I want to raise you up. So, like, that's kind of good. Amen. Because if it wasn't, then we'd be doomed, wouldn't we? But he, 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 he has come to set us free. So 
real quick to get into the word to kind of make it legal so we can <laughs> in Jeremiah, I mentioned this last week, um, the heart is deceitful above all things. But before he says this, he's talking about the way cursed is the man who trusts in man, who depends on the flesh for his strength. Like all these things that we, we naturally do, I want to bite my lip to try harder. Who turns away from the Lord, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. He will be like the tree planted by the water that sends out its root, you know. But it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward the man according to his conduct. So, like, the Lord is looking at our heart, right? He, so if I'm just going to go based off of what my heart says or what I feel like, or, like, what sounds like a good idea, now you should do this. You know, I want to do this. The heart is deceitful above all things. My heart can lie to me. My heart can be deceiving me yes. into thinking that this is what I want, and this is why we get to Romans. And so, real quick, I'm, I'm just trying to build a, a like a not like a foundation of how our heart can can deceive us. We can like sin is deceptive. In fact, that's what Paul says is uh, in seven eleven. Let's get there. For I um, holy. For sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, deceived me, and through the commandment put me to death. And so this, so I can understand God's law and see the rightness of what he's calling me to and know what I should measure up to, and yet my heart is telling me that I want something other than that. You know what I mean? I can, I can want to be righteous and, and, and holy, and yet, I, my heart can say, no, I want to go do these things, whatever those things are. You know? I can, be, I can be wrestling with secret sin. I can be wrestling with addiction. I can be wrestling with uh, um, all kinds of uh, things that are taking me further away from intimacy with the Lord. And, and, and to being what God has called me to be, which is representing who He is. Yet, if I keep trying harder, like in Jeremiah, where it says, like, I'm struggling fighting by the flesh, right? I'll spend 30 years going to church and looking right, but never being transformed. But see, grace comes. In Ephesians, Paul says, grace, right? We are saved by grace through faith. So what is grace? So if I'm saved by faith, I'm so so. I'm changed into his image by grace, by faith. So <laughs> it's just fun to kind of touch on because, like, here the, 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 the bulletin says, we all want change. I want to be changed. I see the things that I do. As Paul goes on to say in, in Romans, I mean, Romans 7 and 8, it's, I mean, just go there. Because Paul says, like, I see the thing. Um, that I don't want to do, but this is the thing I do, and I don't want to do it, but the fact that I don't want to do it shows that my heart is being transformed, because hey, if you just want to do it and you don't care, like, you know, before you were saved, there were things you were into, you're like, hey, I don't care, I'm doing this, you know? Don't tell me it's wrong, I think it's right. right. I'm not even, there's no break on my activity, I'm just off on my own. But then I come to realize, no, Lord, you're calling me to this, you're calling me to righteousness and holiness. Come on. That's what I want. But I'm struggling to do it. Because my, my heart keeps taking me astray. The heart's deceitful, right? So sin seizing the opportunity deceived me. Well, how can I... See, if I'm deceived, how do I know I'm deceived? If you're truly deceived, you don't know you're deceived. 
Well, I take the words of this book and the, 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 the law of the Lord and I apply it to my life. That's right. Amen. Or a brother or a sister comes alongside and says, hey, I mean, Ramon and I were talking this morning about, you know, there's some issues in some people's lives and he's walking out with that they, they really think they're right and they're really wrong. And so that's where, as representatives of Christ, brothers and sisters, as a family, we come alongside, hey, this isn't really right. Okay, so, so we're establishing that our hearts can, can be kind of all over the place and not following what we were created to be. And see, the deception is, deceive me into thinking that's what I want. That's not what I want. Come on. I want righteousness. I was created for him. I was created for relationship with him to be completely sinless and, and whole in his sight Thank and righteous. Thank Amen. And to be, so like when, as we receive the Lord and like we were singing, something happened. He touched me and now I know and I've got this joy in my heart, right? How do I get that joy? If I think that I'm constantly going to mess up and I'm constantly off the rail. But see, when I start to believe through faith, I believe, I take hold of, I say yes to what God's saying through grace. So I'm saved by grace through faith. The faith gets you to that point to receive the grace. Amen. When Jesus said, I don't know, this is where I get off track, because it, it's like there's so many things we could go into. But when Jesus said to the man, hey, come, your faith has made you whole. It's not that he believed harder, he believed better than anybody else. His faith put him in front of the one who's going to set him free. When Jesus went to the town and he could do no miracles there because of their lack of faith, it was because no one would come to pray to him, to the one who could set them free. So it's your faith that brings you to the altar. Amen? It's, it's by faith I come to the altar. Lord, I don't know where else to go. You're the one that has the words of life. I want what you have. I'm going to receive it. Okay, so now I'm receiving it. But see, I'm still have the secret sin or I have this thing I'm wrestling with and, I, and, and like I keep trying and brothers, you know, can I just do better? But see, what the Lord has really been showing me and what's just so fun, it's so fun because it's the glory of God, is I'm saved, I'm sozoed, I'm changed. My heart is changed by grace. Okay, so the definition of grace that the world likes to use is unmerited favor from God, right? And I never used to like that unmerited favor. Somehow like, yeah, like I'm going to give you grace now. You don't really deserve it. I mean, you haven't really done anything. If you could see it from that perspective that, no, you're not really measuring up, Alan, so I don't know if I'm really going to give you grace. No, it's, I, I merit it because I'm a son. I was created to be with him. I'm a son just lost. I deserve it because he loves me, right? But like Jesus says, I give to you not as the world gives. Yes. Right? Amen? So how does the world give? The world gives like, well, I'm going to give to you. Will you give to me? I mean, what are you going to do? Jesus doesn't do that. He says here, unmerited favor. You're not doing anything to get it. I'm just going to give it to you. So here we have this grace and like what the Lord has been showing me is that that grace is the etching tool on your heart that changes your heart. Well, what does that look like? Well, that looks like, Lord, I know that I'm not supposed to gossip. I mean, your word says that there's all this, uh, you know, uh, because I'm devaluing uh, your daughter or your son, uh, and I'm speaking about them in a way that isn't edifying, and yet these things keep coming out of my head, and I'm almost cursing them by the things I'm saying. Did you, can you believe they did that? Can you believe? And so that's something I fall into, and I catch myself doing it, or a brother says, like, 
my brother Tim's like, hey brother. <laughs> like, that's why we had it, you know? <laughs> so, oh man, you're right, I did that. I don't tank and say, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't deserve it. I failed again. I just got to try harder. No. What I'm starting to see, and what has been such a blessing to me, is that right in the midst of that, oh my goodness, you're right, I do do that. I go into my prayer room. Sometimes I don't even get to the prayer room. I just go somewhere by myself, go to a, like, where Ann and I were working, I just go into a conference room. And I mean, I've talked about this before, right? So, I get real with God. I say, Lord, your grace is going to transform me. Your action, the grace, I think grace is like Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit is grace. He's the spirit of grace, right? He is the manifestation of grace, the tangible grace that manifests in my life. As I pray, Lord, come. Lord, I think I, I just did that. I'm confessing that that is sin, right? Or, or that I, I, I missed it. Lord, Holy Spirit, would you just come and come into my heart and change me? I receive what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. See, I'm not even, I'm not even really asking for forgiveness because Jesus paid the price. I'm forgiven. I'm saying, Lord, come, your grace start to change my heart. Because I'm acknowledging what I just did. I'm seeing the thing that's there, and I'm 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 co-laboring with him. I'm allowing him to come into my heart. Right? But it's it's by faith. I have to believe that he wants. And he values me, and that, and that I'm his son, and that he loves me, and he wants to change me. I want change. I don't want to try to stay the same. I don't want to be. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> so, part of that is, um, and what what we're seeing, and you know, we'll talk about the identity class is, um, in order to kind of flow in that. Uh, in that place all the time is, and, and this is kind of part of my walk, uh, you know, I was praying like, Lord, why is it that I do the things I do? Why does my heart, and that verse out of Jeremiah was really blessing me. It's like, well, the heart's deceptive. You, you can, you know, there could be something in your heart that who knows how it got there because the way you were raised, one time someone said something to you or something formed in you or that you were like, I, I'm not really interested why. Right? Because I could spend the rest of my life trying to figure out why did I, you know, what? I mean, I really had a, a, a struggle with um, discipline in my life. And um, this is a great example. And it's fun because Ann just said the other day, and I'm kind of putting her on the spot, and she was like, what has happened to you? You're like totally your different guy. You're like not the guy I married. Like, you're the man that I was like longing for, right? That you were, and there would be things, I mean, it's kind of fun. Because, no. Anne would say things to me when we were first married, and I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. You know, that's ridiculous. And now I'm saying, like, yeah, let's get up early and go exercise. And she's just like, what is that? <laughs> a different guy. Because I saw the need in my life. In fact, Dave was fun, too, because Dave's like, I need more discipline in my life. I'm like, you, brother? Come on. Come on. Like, I know I do. I don't think you do. But... Anyway, I, and so as I started to try to do these things, I realized, like, man, I'm messing up. I'm not doing it. I'm not. And I'm just like, Lord, you're going to have to come. You're going to have to do the change. You're going to have to be the one. And so now it's a partnership. It's fellowship. It's not me trying on my own. It's me like, oh, Lord, you know what? I was going to get up at 5 this morning and pray. And I want to get up at 6.30 or 7. You know, that's kind of, no, that's not bad. That's way better than I had been. But I mean, like, 
Lord, I'm not aiming for this, and I, I missed it, so I'm not beating myself up because I can't remember the tune to sing this song. Lord, I know we're in this together as a family. Lord, you're making me stronger, faster, sharper, better. I'm growing up in you. I'm receiving what you're doing. And then the song was amazing. You know what I mean? Because you could that could have been the thing that like, oh man, I messed up. And then the whole time you're thinking about how I messed up and how I'm no good and I'm like, God, I don't even know why I'm doing this. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, like, yeah, I'm not on the worship team anymore. I don't think I should. Yeah. That's what we do is we tell ourselves that. But the Lord's like, you're fine. Come on, brother. And, and it, it's actually a richer experience. You know what I mean? If you, if you never spoke about, if you're never just sharing your heart, right, it wouldn't be as intimate. But it is because you're free to say, ah, I can't find that too. Praise God. Pray for me. You know? That's what family, that's what we do as a family, as, as we grow together. And then it makes it real easy to share and be like, hey, brother, you know, I struggle with that same thing. You know what I mean? Or come up and say, hey. Um, but in, in, in the midst of that, right, Lord, I'm not, I'm not lining up to what I see what you, Lord, would you come, Holy Spirit, and can we walk this out together? Lord, would you show me how to do it? See, it's by that faith. I'm not trying to change myself. Well, I've got to be better. I, I, I need to, I don't know, take super cold showers and, you know, you know hit myself. Or <laughs> to try to make my, you know what I mean? It's just like, Lord, I need you to come alongside and change my, I need my heart changed. Father, would you come? And then I'm praying that way, not out of condemnation, but out of real transformation. I'm being transformed in the midst of it. And then as you start to see change, it's like, oh, Lord, my heart really is different. I'm responding different. Like, why do I not sin? In, why do I no longer have secret sin and, and, and sin? I don't want to. My God. I don't want to. So it's not my, I, don't, I just don't want to. My heart's not deceived in that area. So true. It's been transformed. Amen. So I don't, I mean, it's so fun. Tim and I say this all the time. Want to look at my phone? Here's my phone. Go look through my pictures. Go look through my uh, my, my web thing. Whatever, you know, search bar thing. Whatever. Take it. You know, want to look at my computer? Go ahead. It's it's pure, right? I'm because I don't want to do those. I don't want to do anything else. And in fact, it's it's not even a struggle anymore. I mean, there's things in every person's life, right? I mean, that we we walk out. But I mean, I'm, I'm being transformed, right? And so uh, and so then that opens the door to other things that I can step into, like wow, like gossip. Like yes, sometimes I do struggle. And, and, or I hear things coming out of my mouth, like, I can't believe that came out of my mouth. I can't believe I'm talking about that person. And Lord, that's a, you know, they might not even be a believer, but Lord, that's your son. That's my brother. I, I, want, I want to see them blessed. Yeah, they did some wrong to me, and it, it was wrong, and Anne knows better than anybody, you know, <laughs> things I say, you know, and she's like, I can't believe you're saying that. <gasps> you're right. I can't believe I'm saying that either. So, Lord, I, do I beat myself up and like, no, I'm no good. I can't ever get up and talk or, you know what I mean? Right, That's the things right. we do to each other or to ourselves instead of, no, Lord, I'm being transformed. I want change. Come partner with me. Come, come be the change in my heart. You be the etching tool. I receive what you're doing in my life. I, I'm a, I, I want you to speak to me. And then, see, this is the thing that I don't understand. I'm just confess. Like, well, how does he change your heart? I don't know. <laughs> it, as I submit my heart to him, all of a sudden the things that my heart used to be hard to, all of a sudden are breaking. 
So as I'm praying for people, because, I mean, I think I have always been somewhat empathetic, but I'm telling you, I was walking around that show, and I mean, I, I would have done anything for any of those people. I, my heart was breaking for them. I wanted to bless them. I wanted to see them blessed. I wanted, like, as you ask the Lord, right? Because we're, like, I don't know. We're not doing it on our own. It's a, it's a fellowship, like, like for, you know. As you ask the Lord, he's faithful right, to do the things, like as to, to raise us up in that, in that thing. And then, as you start to see the transformation in your life, right, as we start to grow into the things, the, your, your burden gets, there's, there's no burden. There's a burden for the things of the Lord. There's not a burden of like, oh man, I'm never going to measure it. So then, even the areas that maybe, um, you know, maybe there are some areas that like maybe, and but in my life that still need to come, you know? <laughs> but I don't know about it, but I'm not even aware of it, you know? It's easy then to step into that, amen? Amen. Does that make sense? Yeah. Good Touching on some things, yeah. good, amen. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of things that were going through my head, and the Lord was like, just just go, <laughs> just be in peace. <laughs> oh, so, here, here's what I would say. So, um, I was like, Lord, um, why, you know, Like, I wish someone had told me this when I was younger. It would have saved a lot of time. It would have saved a whole lot of time. Because it was just about, you know, go to church and, you know, try to be right. We love the Lord, and we sing about songs about joy and peace, but, you know, if I was honest, I didn't really have a lot of joy and peace in my life because I was still trying to do it on my own. Instead of giving it to Him, instead of yielding to Him and letting Him come. And so... But this has been, it has been a long journey. So it hasn't really been 45 years that I've actually been, but I mean like maybe 25 years that I've actually been asking these questions. Like, Lord, how do I change? You know, because there was a while I didn't, I'm, I don't need to change. Everything's fine, yeah. right? But yeah. so in my questing of the Lord, he kept taking me back to Romans 7 and 8. And I'm like, Lord, why do you keep going there? Why, why do you, like, where in the Bible looking for the secret thing? And finally <laughs> the Lord is like, Alan, I put it in my word. Why don't you just receive what the word says? And so Romans 7 and 8 talk about the position of our heart. And I just encourage you to go through and just pray through it. And if this is resonating in your heart, I will just submit to you that this is what the Lord's calling you to do. Amen. That's how he works. It's like all of a sudden, like, I'm just, for an example, you could be saying like, man, Romans 8. I mean, just the other day, so-and-so was telling me about Romans 8. Now I'm hearing it up from out. Now, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, it's like three, four times we hear this. This is what the Lord's saying to do. And so if this is resonating, I just encourage you to just get into it. But in Romans 8, Paul starts talking about, um, you, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. Right? So we have the Spirit of God because we received Him through Jesus. Right? But I have to, it's grace by faith. I have to engage. That faith says, no, I receive you. Come into my heart. But see, um, so, yeah, but Alan, you don't understand. There's all these things that run through my mind. And, and what Paul says is that we are to set our minds on things above. Amen. And I was listening to this self-help thing, this guy, Tony Robbins. You ever heard of him? He's, he's actually, says a lot of things that are very good. But... His, you know, I, I haven't listened to him that much. But anyway, he said some good things, and one of the things he was saying is you've got to change what you're focused on. Yeah. You start to focus on that. I was like, oh my gosh, that's like Romans. 
Set your mind on things above. I set my mind on the good things. I set my mind on who he is. I set my mind on that Jesus loves me. Yeah, but I don't feel loved. Yeah, but he says, I love you. Yeah. Jesus is the I love you of God. Yeah. yeah, but I don't feel loved. But he says, amen? So that's how that war, that starts to, I, I let the word win the war. Amen. Like, well, I don't feel it, but you know what? I'm just going to go because I know that I can be deceived, but I know that Jesus isn't deceived. Right. Yeah, he is the one. He is the way. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's a good word. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So if I set my mind on things above, I'm not thinking about how many times I've messed up. I'm thinking about how, how much he loves me. Hallelujah. I'm thinking about I'm receiving the things that he's saying, I love you. See, he wants I, I get these things that go through my head. Like I want to tell the guys at work and they're all, you know, for some reason I was, you know, around. I mean, I know the reason. It's like I'm I'm the representative <laughs> at work for Jesus, right. for the Lord. And I just kept sharing. Now, no one came to me in the five, six years I worked there and said, brother, praise God, I received the Lord. You know, it didn't happen. But I mean, I'm outflowing to them. And, and some of the things I would think to try to say to them is like, guys, we, we have a creator who created us and he loves what he's done. And he's so excited about us. He gives us a way to step into the very thing he wants to give us. And all you have to do is come to him. I don't and like ask any question. You can't offend him. Just open yourselves up and say, Lord, come into my heart. Yes. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you have to do. It's not like figure this out and do that. No, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> but, you know, going through the things of life, you know, they'll come to me. They'll come up to me and be like, oh, hey, I'm really struggling with this thing. I see in your life that that's not going on. You're, you're at peace. Yeah, I'm totally at peace. How do you think I have that? You know. How do you think I got there? How do you think I, I could stand in the midst of a trial and things are going on all around us and I'm like not freaked out because I know, I know I'm taken care of. I know I'm blessed. Amen? I know I'm loved by God. In fact, that's kind of freaking me out, right? It's, it's like I could just be at peace in the midst of, and they're like, oh, like I'm losing my job. And like, what's going to happen? And, and it manifests in so many different ways. People get all, all stressed out, right? Because they don't, they don't understand, right? And so, that was just fun. So, uh, Mario, if you guys could come up, maybe, and play something soft. I wanted to um, get into, oh, look at that. <laughs> I thought maybe, I wasn't going to say this, but I was like, I thought maybe, like, oh, this might be a five-minute message, you know? <laughs> I just go five minutes. That's fine, brother. We're all, right? We're all family. It's okay. Just be blessed. You know, we want to get to the game, and that's awesome. Oh, and by the way, I did not wear blue today for any reason. I just thought the blue shirt up was not like supporting. No, not that. <laughs> but I should have worn green. I apologize. Um, I didn't wear green. Amen. So, as a family, as a family, we can just be free with, um, you know, Stepping into the things that God wants us. I really felt like um, when God does something, you know, it's not for nothing. You know what I mean? He, when he, I mean, God didn't give Dave and Michelle sickness. I mean, the enemy likes to try to attack and try to disrupt what God's doing. But Dave wants to talk, he's going to talk next week, probably, assuming, uh, on, on what he's talking about, mind-body transformation. But 
He's talking about we all want change. And I feel like the Lord stepped in and said, Alan, I want you to talk on grace. Because the Lord wants us to know how to change, how to step in, how to partner with him. And like I said, it's just so easy in the midst of that trial. Lord, I thank you for loving me. In the midst of that, when I mess up, when the thing happens, when I fall, when I do something I know I shouldn't be doing, but there I am, and I've said it before, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe it, but here I am. I just did this. And I, I'm, I'm real enough to be honest with myself to say, yeah, I did. I did it. I know I said I wasn't going to. I know I'm never supposed to do that, and I thought I was over that, but here I am. I've done that thing. Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you, Lord, that you love me. I receive your love. Lord, come and change my heart because I so want what you want for me. In Philippians 3.14, it says, I seek to lay hold of that for which Christ has laid hold of me. I want all that you have for me. And you want so much more for me than I even want for myself. So, Lord, I just receive what you want. And I know that that thing is not who I am, Lord. You're raising me up and you're making me into your image. I'm being transformed. That's why I was like, Oh, I was broken up with that song about he touched me and now I'm different. So that grace is the touch, the etching tool. Like I said, it's the tool he uses to inscribe my heart. You've inscribed my heart with your word. He's etched in. My heart is changed. I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't. I can't. It's just like I'm not. I'm different. I'm different because I'm allowing him to come. Right? And we're all walking together. We're all, we all have issues. Like, I didn't grow up uh, with a huge drug addiction, though I did some drugs. I, you know what I mean? Like, I like I don't have a testimony of like, oh man, I was in the gutter. I, or, oh, I, I struggle with alcohol, although I didn't use alcohol. And, oh, I, and oh, I, I, I left my wife and wrecked my family because I had an affair and then all these different things. Although, I, you know, my heart has lusted after things. So I don't have a huge story like that. But all of those things I'm telling you is no different than anyone else. It's like all of our things are, the Lord is transforming us into his image. And we've all fallen short of glory. It doesn't matter what it is or how far or what. It's, amen? It's who he is. He wants to raise us up. So I really felt like uh, the Lord told me, Alan, I want you to speak on grace. Um, that there that the, and, and we asked him to come, and so he's here because we asked yes, yes. that Holy Spirit would come. And, and so uh, if there's anything that I've been saying today that resonates in your heart, like, wow, I want to step into that. I want more of what, Lord, you have for me. I want you to come forward, and we're going to just pray for you. Just partner. It's just, as a family, just stepping into what God has for us. Just allowing Him to come and etch my heart, change my heart. I want to be different. I want to lay hold of the thing that you want to do. I want to receive the blessing, <laughs> the fullness of what you have for Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming. Thank you for what you're doing Thank you for what you're doing in our family. Thank you, Lord, for how you're transforming us, Lord. I just thank you for touching us, Lord.